show me his three beers a piece for each of my co-workers. Like a man working outdoors, he feels more like a man if you can have a bottle of suds. Suds, cows. Isn't the Sudscast. Beer reviews and attitudes. You've got DC Thompson, joined as always by the Angelic. Britt. We've got Britt over there. Britt, can you let everybody know how they can get a hold of the Sudscast real quick? Yes, you can hit us up on email, sudsbeercast at gmail.com or Instagram, suds underscore cast. Hit us up on the Gmail. Hit us up on Sudscast. Tell us what you don't like about the podcast. Tell us what you love about the podcast. And let us know if there's any beers we're missing out on. What you thought of the review. If there's any beers you liked that we did. If it was ones you didn't like. Wait. We're open for constructive criticism. Now, Britt, I hope you brought your baseball glove for this episode. Did you I bring did. your bait? You did? Yeah. Can't you see it? Yeah. Actually, I can see that. <laughs> what? What brand of ball glove is that, by Wilson. the way? It's a Wilson. It's oh, a Wilson. Good answer. Good answer. Well, I'm glad you brought your baseball glove because we're going to get into some American pastime talk with our first beer. Now, just before we get into the first beer, I'm renaming one of the segments, Crafty Canuck. Don't, I'm not, it's not growing on me, this segment name. No? Well, it's like craft beer, Canadian craft beer, right? Here's, a, here's one that I'm toying with. I think we're going to go with this direction. What do you think, Brent? Can craft. Oh, like Canadian craft. Yeah, but then it's also the can. The it's can like, con. Like a can of beer. Yeah, and can con is Canadian content. So I don't know. What do you think? I think sure. it's, it's less hokey. It's more direct and to the point. Okay. So then what are we doing, Drew? What's this segment? So the segment is can craft. Under the Ooh. can craft label, we have whip smoothie IPA pina colada by Left Field Brewery. Now let's. There's two. We got two cans of this. Two little ones. So we'll, each, we'll each take our own can. They're I just feel little like guys. Pina coladas are one of my least favorite. Okay, you don't like the pina colada. Now, do you know what's in a pina colada? Because I had to look this up. I wanted yeah. to know well, exactly. Coconut. Yeah. Rum. Co- coconut. Yep. Rum. I don't know. Do they put whipped cream in it? If you're at one of those fancy resorts. Well, I mean, you could probably add whipped cream. I think, but I think you would. I think what I read was whipped coconut milk. So. Anyway, cheers to the, this is the Whip Pina Colada Smoothie IPA from Left Field Brewery. Cheers. I'm reading the can. Ballpark pairing. So it suggests like food to eat with this. Mm -hmm. Drink. Yeah. Jerk chicken. Right. I don't know about you. Yeah, it seems more like a cricket (laughs) cricket park pairing. Like, I don't know any baseball park that's like, oh yeah, come get your jerk chicken. Yeah, it's like you're going to a baseball game and lovely... Uh, Pittsburgh, and they're like, yeah, well, of course we have your traditional jerk chicken baseball, uh, you know, dinner. Britt, the look on your face. Britt just took her sip. She didn't like the look. Now, Britt, you've done, again, it again. It tastes like you, the can. You've poured very heavy on this. It's You have quite a lot of foam. It tastes like the can. Yeah. I think, again, oh, it's really, that. it's really, though, I think it's your pouring technique. Okay, then fine. Little, we'll switch. Okay, we'll switch them up. I'll drink your foamy one, and you drink my regular one. Less like the can and just straight up pineapple. Yeah. So see, this is part of the pouring that's kind of having an effect, but it doesn't matter. So so pineapple. I picked up the pineapple on this. Yeah. There's no coconut in that. It's a smoothie IPA. Smoothie IPA. It's weird because coconut should be like the overwhelming flavor, no? If it's called pina colada. I mean, I'm getting some coconut. It's more on the back end of the coconut. 
The pineapple comes in the middle. The start, it's IPA, then it goes pineapple, and then at the very end, I get that uh, coconut. Well, what did you look up? What was in a pina colada? Okay, good. Thank you for bringing that back. Um, pina colada, traditionally now, coconut, pineapple, lime juice, and rum. Those oh, are so the pineapple of, is normally in it. Yeah, so those are kind of like the four horsemen okay. ingredients, and then you can kind of play around with those. I feel that this has been overtaken by pineapple, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. No, now pineapple becoming very popular flavor in, in beer, craft beer. This one does a pretty good job. A lot of times I find pineapple, it's just not really there. It's very, it's a slight flavor that's uh, hard to pin down without making it overly sweet. Like pineapple juice, pineapples themselves are very, very sweet. Mm. So do it in a I subtle way. Love pine- I love pineapple. I think they've, so I think good. they've done very good. Oh, uh, it's a six percent. Yeah, it's six percent. That's where the IPA part comes in. Oh, now I taste the coconut. And in the smoothie part, that kind of is like they put in to make a smoothie IPA. This is something that's milkshake IPA. This is something that's kind of becoming part of the zeitgeist for craft brewing. It basically mean, implies that they're putting in lactose into the beer. Yeah, now, it says that in the lactose is like a milk-based sugar that doesn't break down as easily. So that's kind of why they're putting it in. It sort of creates a thickening and like a sweetness, subtle sweetness to things. I don't know if my mind's just not open, but like I just can't get into this. The beer? Yeah. Hmm. Like I'm just like, eh, I don't know if I want it. Yeah. Now this is the first one I think I've really had from Left I, Field Brewery. The I also don't know if like an IPA was like the right thing because it's like... The taste in my mouth is like kind of weird now. Yeah, it's, it's like kind a of hop. Yeah, it's like a bitter like, hops, ugh. and then you're trying to make it sweet at the end. Ugh. Yeah, I think maybe a wheat would have been good. Wheat pineapple seems good. Um, wheat coconut because the wheat is kind of a sweeter beer. Yeah, I just don't know if like adding pineapple and coconut to an IPA. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just like having a hard time. Now, what do you think about Left Field? We haven't had any of their stuff before. Well, I mean, it's like, it's a cool, I like the label. Yeah. The label is very succinct. There's not a lot of showiness. Like all I their like labels, sort of just like the... all the labels of that they have for all their beers kind of, uh, you know, they sort <laughs> yeah. of conform to the same sort of template. Now, Left Field Brewery from Toronto, from founded in 2013, all of their beers are baseball themed. Now, Left Field, they have a giant baseball in the logo. All of the beers have a baseball theme to them, specifically in their name. Like this one is called the whip. Now whip is statistic that they use for pitchers. It means walks slash hits per inning pitch. So it's an acronym of a statistic. You'll never run out of dumb statistics to call your beer then. Well, that's just it. With baseball, there's so many terms, but we'll maybe get into that a little bit later. Now, left field, they are doing this. They do the, it's a craft brewery, obviously, but they're doing, they're doing the small cans. The regular yeah. 350 mil. mil Do you know how much cans. was this can? This can, one of these cans is $4.50, which Whoa. is a lot. Now, Whoa. there's a lot going on in this beer. It is a 6% beer. It's a 6%. I mean, it does taste like it's like well made. Like it's not just like, oh, we made an IPA and like just threw in a couple like hits of coconut extract Yeah, like extract here's, a, here's some coconut extract, here's some yeah. pineapple extract, and go, like, to, go to Yeah, town. like it does taste like, you know, it was like thought and like hard work. I'm just, I just don't think the flavor profile is my, like if I go on vacation, I'm never order, ordering a pina colada. Mm-hmm. Like it's never on my radar as something to order. Mm-hmm. Now there's no lime in the ingredients either, no lime kind of uh, reference, so they're kind of missing one part, I would yeah, think. Yeah, but I feel like now today... 
nowhere really is doing like more like all the pina coladas you get now are all blended drinks yeah that's true for the most part but still some nice blended up lime crushed lime is pretty good yeah i just yeah i just don't think these are the flavors like vanilla i don't really like at all Mm -hmm. which is in this right coconut I can handle coconut, but like... You never used to like coconut, but you've come around on coconut. Yeah, but it depends on what it is. Yeah. Like, I'm not cracking open a coconut and drinking from it. I'm not drinking coconut water. Right. I'll have coconut milk, but not straight. Yeah. I don't think anyone does. I don't know. I just can't get into this flavor profile. There's something about it that I'm just like... I don't know. I don't know if it's the heaviness of the IPA Mm -hmm. and the heaviness of the beer that's sort of taking away from the light flavors of like coconut and pineapple... Yeah. So it's just feeling just, I don't know. I'm just not really. It's not It's not bad, though. I mean, it's a pretty ambitious beer to try and make. Well, I think they've probably done a good job. It's just, I'm just not feeling it today. Maybe next week I'd be more into it. Well, it's probably know. because our beloved Toronto Blue Jays are kind of in the dumps yeah. right now. But that's probably part of the reason why you're not into it. But are you into the beer, the labeling of the cans, like the baseball names? Because well, I kind of think it's I fun. I kind of think it's fun to have a theme. Because then you sort of always know... What you're doing. Well, it's so referential. I mean, you can go so many ways with it, you know, and they have. Like, they have simple beers like Go Ahead is one of the names of the beers. Like, a Go Ahead Run is like a term in baseball. Yeah. Or Squeeze Play is another name of a beer. So, like, they're referenced. But then there's also some kind of ones you maybe haven't heard of before. Like, they have one that's called Ephus. Now, Britt, do you know what an Ephus is? Obviously not. So, Ephus is like a type of pitch that a pitcher would throw, but it's kind of like it's sort of like a trick pitch in that it's designed to look like you're throwing the, the you're pitching it very hard to the batter, wow. but you're actually throwing the ball very lightly, and it kind of throws off the timing of the hitter because they're expecting you know 95 mile an hour fastball coming down, and and you kind of throw them this sort of like so then real do they looping, have to, like loping slow pitch to them? So then do they have to quickly change and bunt instead? Well, no, they probably wouldn't bunt in that scenario, but. A lot of times they're fooled just because they're so geared. Hitters are so yeah. geared up for those. Anyway, but it brings up something that I wanted to ask you. If you wanted to play a little game with me, Britt, I'm gonna a- I'm gonna ask you. I'm gonna say to you some baseball terms, and mm-hmm. maybe you're just gonna try and tell me if you know what they are or what you think they are. Okay, okay? so we'll start pretty easy. I think you, you're I mean, probably you gonna could, know these first. You couple. could ask me whip again. Yeah, we'll see. But that's, watch me whip, whip. <laughs> watch me nay nay. <laughs> Initially, that's kind of what I thought it was. I'm like. You know, whip, pina colada. Oh, it's like whipped cream. And then I'm looking into it. I'm like, oh, no, it's like a, that baseball statistic. Because maybe they say, okay, if you get a home run, you got to whip, whip. Yeah. They're probably saying that a lot in the brewery, especially in 2013 when that song would have been slightly more relevant. Okay, go. So the first one I have is double play. Well, isn't that if you get two plays in one hit with one hit? You get someone a first and someone a second? Or you get two people out on one ball? Two people out, yeah. That's two plays. Yeah. yeah. I had it. Sure. And then the second one you already referenced, bunt. Yeah, I know that. So that's like when the, the player kind of holds their bat, just kind of lightly. What did Will Farrell say about the bunt? I'm not sure. He liked it. He was a big fan Wasn't of it. Wasn't it like he's like, oh, it's, it's the most sac- exciting play. In it's the sacrificial. Yeah. Yeah. It is a sacrifice play. And a lot of times guide runners, they get out on that. It's just to move a runner yeah. over. Okay, now we're getting into the harder ones, Brett. Fielder's choice. Well, the fielder gets to choose where they want to stand. <laughs> Close. So fielder's choice is when there's a couple of guys on base and the ball is hit to a fielder. And they kind of have the choice of, do I want to get the guy at second out or the guy oh, at first out? So then out? someone's calling it. 
Well, it's not necessarily their calling. It's just sort of like, well, what's the easiest play for me? It's probably to throw it to first because I may be closer oh. to first, but I could get the guy out at second. Oh, I wait. could get a guy oh, out at third. Oh, you mean they have the ball and then they decide who they're going to go for. Yeah, they, they oh. decide which base to throw it at. Sorry, at first it sounded like the ball was going and it was like the fielders have a choice who's catching it or something. No, no. So it's like okay. a decision once the defender has the ball, which base do they want to throw the baseball to. Uh, now we're getting some tricky ones. Grab some pine. Well, that means, like, get off the, what are they, the diamond. Like, you're stinking up the joint. You're not playing well. Grab some pine. Sit on the bench. Sit on the bench. Wow, you <laughs> nailed that one. Wow. Yeah. Well, grab some pine. Yeah, you might, you might hear the manager of the team be like, grab some pine, rookie, or something yeah. like that. I'm only in movies, not in real life. Yeah. I'm sure it's a those... little bit more expletive than just grab some pine, rookie. Yeah, there's probably a lot of F-bombs. Mm-hmm. There's sunflower seeds flying everywhere while the manager's yelling. Yeah, he's got the big chaw on the yeah. side or some bubble gum if he's maybe on that track. So here's the last one I have. Someone yells out, five in the hole. I don't know. Yeah, that's because I made that one up. <laughs> Just goes to show you. I mean, you can literally make up any. I'm sure they do. <laughs> yeah, they they always do. I mean, there's some sort of reason. Ear tug, ear them. tug, wipe your lips, wipe your lips, ear tug, ear tug means just run to first. Yeah, so that just means just run to first. That's a lot to just run to first. Well, they got to make it complicated. You, I know. You think they just hold out a one and then like some fingers. <laughs> no, Drew, they got to talk in their glove too, right? Yeah, they do. All the, when they the baseball players talk on in TV, their they, yeah, they talk into their Wilson glove. <laughs> Did you just call your glove, say it was a Wilson because of the movie Castaway? No, or? but that is a brand yeah. of gloves. It's just not a very well-known brand. I'm surprised you were able to come up with <laughs> Well, maybe because that's what kids' gloves are, or are they that Rowling? Yeah, Rollins. Rollins? It's Rawlings or Rollins. Anyway, we're not here to give free airtime to the baseball glove manufacturing industry. I mean, we're I here think to talk about dying sport. We're here to give free advertising to Left Field Brewery by talking about <laughs> Whip Smoothie IPA Pina Colada. Pina Colada. I think that baseball is a dying sport. Really? What makes yeah. you say that? Well, because I think it's like golf. Mm. Oh, because of the you know, it's like an old no, it's like an older person's thing. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. It's I guess young people are into baseball, but I find like young people are into baseball in the sense of like you're a fair weather fan. Yeah, it's like, like oh, it's cool to wear a Blue Jay shirt and go to one game and get a picture there, but you're not like a diehard fan. Yeah, it's sort of like, like sitting in the stands with a radio writing in your stat book. Yeah, that's like the older people who are into that. It's more, it's more like anything with with sports it's like once your team's doing great then you're right on that bandwagon but with baseball there's probably quite a lot more of a drop-off than with other well i also think it's like a fun summer activity like it's well at least for us it's fairly cheap it's cheap-ish to go to a baseball game yeah it's yep we have an like a sky dome so it's an indoor outdoor yes there's no worry about a rained out so if it's sunny you're outside it's like something to do in the summer, but I don't think young people are like diehard fans anymore. Now, Britt, I don't know how you want to handle the reviews. Do you want to give your review score with a bunch of ear tugs and nose pulls, or do you want to just do the regular one? No, I'm doing the... I've got a different code. Okay, so I'm going to put the question to you. It's time to review the Whip Smoothie IPA Pina Colada from Leftfield Brewery. Britt, is it a thrill, will, or a swill? <laughs> Wow. Did you catch that? Yeah, for everybody watching at home, she <laughs> brushed her shoulder off, tugged on her ear, tugged on her nose, then did kind of the whew, 
sort of emotion by <laughs> dragging her in the back of her hand across her forehead and then flicking the excess sweat off of her hand. That so equals. I'll put you down for a will then. It's a will minus. <laughs> it's a will minus. That was close. See, I can read those signs. It's a will minus. Okay, do you want to elaborate? Well, I think it's like, I don't want to say that it's like a bad beer because I do think there's like something good about it. It's just not really my deal. I think it's a bit pricey, so like I would, I wouldn't, I wouldn't buy it again. Right. Partly, it's a bit expensive for a three hundred and fifty-five milliliter. Yeah. That's like it's for something, and it's just not. If you like these flavors, then I think you'd like it. Right. And you'd be like, yeah, it's worth it. But I don't really like these flavors, so for me, it's just not really worth it. But it's not like a, it's not a swill. It's too good of a, like it's clear that. It's a, I think it's probably a well-made beer. It's just not my flavor profile. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're down with a Will Minus. Yeah. It's still a pretty good score. I mean, I'd say it's pretty low, but... It's know. mostly because I just don't like the flavor. I don't know. Coconut and lactose. Yeah. It's yeah. not... Um, it's maybe not the... It's, it's, it's well executed, but I just don't know if the recipe was right. Well, I mean, maybe I'm getting too far into my score. So then what's yours? Thrill, will, or swill? Still have to think about it every now and then when you, when you ask <laughs> the question. It's a tongue twister. I know. Um, you know what? I think it's a, I think it's a will. I, for me, I think it's a will plus. It's a will plus. Now, would I buy it again? Maybe. I'd maybe buy one again. But, I mean, I have to say, I find that the cost to this beer, as someone who drinks a lot of craft beer, it's highly prohibitive. For me. Yeah, I will for something like it's four fifty a can. Now, if you extrapolate that to a six pack of three hundred fifty five milliliter cans, that's twenty seven dollars. Holy Dinah! Which is kind of nuts at that price. To me, if I'm going to spend like almost five bucks on a three hundred fifty five milliliter can, it's like mm, I'd rather just go to a bar and buy yeah. a seven fifty pint. Well, like, I mean, and I know they're trying to do something different over there at Left Field Brewery, but it's like if this was like a pint size can, like all. Other, yeah. most other craft breweries are doing that price to me would seem justified but it's like kind of like it's like a small can i know you're trying to do something interesting and that's why for me it gets a will plus like like i said i think yeah it's something different i don't least. know if the recipe was the best idea i think it kind of tried to jam maybe too many things all in together specifically with the kind of bitterness from the hops is not working particularly well with the sweetness from mm-hmm. pineapple and coconut um Oh, it also pairs well with fudgesicles. Yeah, I read well, that I too. That works. I mean, what doesn't I think, pair well with a fudgesicle? I think when I saw the slash, I just thought that was the French. Yeah, so, so I didn't even read it. So the English, <laughs> the English was jerk chicken, and then of course the French word for jerk chicken, fudgesicles. <laughs> and then I looked at it again. I'm like, oh no, that's an English word. Yeah, fudgesicles. What doesn't go well with a fudgesicle? I mean. I don't know. Okay, I'll tell you what doesn't. Okay. I don't think beer does go well with fudgesicles. You know why? Because fudgesicles make you hella thirsty. Oh, right. Okay. You fit, You know, if you ever had ice, if you have ice cream or a fu- like a fudgesicle is kind of like a chocolatey ice creamy popsicle. Yeah. Right? Well, maybe that's their plan. It's like, it's like make oh, them man, think they need to eat They need to eat fudgesicles with this. Next thing you know, they're buying a few more left fields. Next thing you know, bankrupt. No, I'm just kidding. I could see why because the coconut and chocolate thing. Yeah. And you know what? Getting back to my review a little bit, I like what Left Field's doing. I like the kind of the catch-all with the baseball. Yeah, terms. I think that's cool. I think cool. that's fun. I think you can do. I you like can, the can. Play a lot with that. The can design, like I said, every I like can it. has it's a like similar a, template. And I like the sort of just clean cleanness yeah, clean. of it. There's yeah. like nothing about it. That's why you kind of feel bad being like, oh, will minus. Sometimes I feel bad criticizing the price, I guess, but. 
I know this is probably an expensive beer to make, but for like the ordinary consumer, like four something's quite a lot. Yeah. I think like that's a lot to expect people to buy your beer at, but people probably are buying it. So why would they lower it? Right. But it's like, you know, if I'm going to pay that much for this beer, this beer has to blow me away. And to be honest, this beer didn't blow me away. Like, Not enough that I would spend like five bucks. Yeah. Like it blew. It just didn't blow me away. It was like I was the third pig in the three little pigs. The wolf. Oh, no, wait. The wolf did blow the, the third. No, he didn't blow the third pig's house down. He tried, but he didn't. Right. Whip, Smoothie IPA, Pina Colada, Leftfield Brewery. We got a Will Minus. We got a Will Plus. Hey, Still that's solid. a Will. That's, that's a solid silver medal yeah. on the podium. That's pretty decent. Now, Britt, you brought your baseball glove, but do you have anyone to play catch with? Stay tuned for the second episode of the Suns. Britt? Britt? Where are you? I'm over here on iTunes. What are you doing over there? I'm listening to the Sudscast. We're on iTunes now and on Google Play Music. Oh, phew. I thought you got locked in the cellar again. I did not get locked in the cellar. Hit us up on our Instagram, suds underscore cast, or shoot us an email, sudsbeercast at gmail.com. Be sure to search for us on iTunes and Google Play Music, and if you like what you hear, give us a good rating. And here we go. We're back. From the 5-8 Studios, as always, it's the Sudscast. Now, it's time for a regular segment we do between beers. Time for Brit's bit. Brit, what do you have for us? Okay, two things. We got, so we got one. Double, double Brit's bit. <laughs> uh, the last episode, which is now infamous as the Cidercast, mm-hmm. we talked about the, like, the UK drink where you split like cider and beer, maybe what that's called. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Snake bite. Ooh, it's called a snake bite. Yeah, so equal parts lager and cider. Did you, any etymology on where the term snake bite comes from? Mm, I didn't go that, I didn't deep dive it that hard. You didn't deep dive into it? No. You kind of surface dove. Yeah. Okay. I don't really know why they call it a snake bite, because I feel like mm, that's not much of a bite, but Mm -hmm. I'm okay. Also, England not really known for its snake population, but... Hey. Maybe that's why they don't really know what them snakes are all about. Yeah, they're like, so they're this like, must be lager and cider. Oof. That's like what a snake bite yeah. feels like, when in reality, it's actually a lot worse than that. Yeah. Okay, and what was the second one you had? Well, we were talking about the grapple. Oh, yes, the, gra- so, yes, like, the grapple. I feel like I was pretty close. So I think I said it's like an apple, and I have this idea that they're just like injecting apples with like grape juice. Yeah, speaking of baseball, I was sort of... What you were suggesting was, yeah, they're just taking a needle and, yeah. you know, giving the giving an apple I some, mean, gr- some grape steroids. I was fairly close. Yeah. Okay. How close? Uh, basically, because they soak the apples in a solution of food grade concentrated grape flavor and water. That's all just, it is? Yeah. Just to make the flesh. So, like, just the skin. I'm like, that to me seems like such, like... If I'm buying a grapple, which I would never buy because, A, I think they're, like, super expensive. B, it's super weird. And C, it's just, like, covered in so much plastic. Yeah. But I'm like, if I want a grapple, I want to taste apple and grape in every bite, not just the flesh. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Apple skin's pretty thick. I don't think that concentration is, like. That's pretty That's pretty bad. That's that's not what I thought it was at all. I thought it was, like, they were crossbreeding them, like, scientifically no. in a lab, no. not just, like, something kind just of external it's huh. a weird it's a weird thing i don't know anyone who's ever had a grapple i don't think 
No, neither do I. I've never. It was never a lunchtime thing, like trade your Joe Louis for a grapple. Well, no, because they'd be like, I'll trade you my grapple for like 50 Joe Louis. This thing costs $10. Yeah, I guess it'd be a high ticket item. Maybe that was wrong then. I should have introduced the grapple. You should have. In high school, you should have been selling counterfeit grapples. <laughs> You're like soaking them in the basement in grape juice. Yeah, I feel like that would turn into something else. That along with burnt CDs would have been highly profitable in the early to mid-2000s. Anyway, well, thanks for that always informative Brits bit where we you catch up it. on something we missed from a previous episode. We're moving on to beer number two. Still got that baseball glove on? Uh, yeah. I don't know how you've been drinking all this beer with that glove on, but anyway. It's on my left. I catch with my left. I drink with my right. Smart. (laughs) It's just a wonder how you throw the ball back to somebody. Now, Britt, I was kind of foreshadowing who you might throw your ball back to. Might throw it back to your papa as we enter our second edition of Your Dad's Beer. We have Alexander Keith's India Pale Ale. Just gonna crack open this tall can. So this is what a dad's beer. This would be. This is in the segment your dad's beer. I don't know if I ever played catch with my dad. Well, no. I mean, I probably did. I mean, I know I did. I never. I I think it was sort of like it was sort of like a dad son thing to do. I mean, I'm sure there are dads and mothers doing it with daughters as well. But well, I just don't think I was ever into baseball. No, you weren't into baseball. I mean, I, I was forcibly into baseball. My I parents like kind of like pushed me to play it. Obviously, know a little bit because I did get some of those terms pretty quick. You did, but some of them are popular and culture. But anyway, I did have a pretty good signal. You did so have a good signal. I knew that. that it, I knew it was a will, but I didn't know will minus. Now, Alexander Keith's India Pale Ale. Cheers. It's quite pale. Very well, it's pale. A pale ale. It's a beer. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, I've definitely have had Alexander Keats before. Like has goes without saying, but I, I've never done it in a review for like a review to actually really taste what it tastes like. I mean, like. it's the pride of Nova Scotia. Yeah, so that's one thing. This is from Halif- made in Halifax, Nova Scotia. That's where the founder, Alexander Keith himself, in 1820, kind of made his namesake as the brewery. Interesting thing on the can. Okay, read us the media. Well, I don't know if this is necessarily the media, but it says Union Made. Hmm, yeah. That's kind of an interesting thing to let people know. But the can, is it the can that's Union Made? I would imagine, I guess, the brewery is well, also I'm a assuming union. a lot, like, they're unionized workers. Yeah. Hmm, who, I don't know. Because they list Halifax, St. John's, Montreal, London, Edmonton, Creston. So they're in multiple, they have breweries in multiple locations. Yeah, and the reason for that is that they're Alexander Keith's India Pale Ale the Alexander Keith's brewery system is actually owned by Anheuser-Busch. I was and say so that, yeah. it's owned by the largest yeah. beer conglomerate in the world. So, so that, I those bet are they are union. Hubs. I wonder if they, they must. It's just interesting. I've never, I don't think I've ever seen a can say like union made. Oh, I'll have to start looking at it on the cans. I mean, we probably won't see it in the craft beer market, but in these larger beers, yeah. So what do you think about Alexander Keith's India Pale Ale, the beer, as you kind of sip it and smell it? Um, I don't know if a pale ale is like my favorite kind of beer. Okay, now, just I gotta stop you there because this beer, as it so states on the can, is technically, according to the can, an India pale ale, which is an IPA. Yeah, but it doesn't taste like an IPA. Well, no, and this was kind of where I was leading you with that commentary is. Yeah, I guess you're Are right. Are you picking Good up point. any hop notes at all in this beer? No, I'm just picking up that, like, I don't know how to pinpoint this type of flavor. Like a sweetness or? Yeah, there's like a little sweetness, but it is just like, it just has that beer flavor, but it doesn't taste like beer like you taste a Coors Light. 
You know, like Coors Light has that beer flavor. This is a beer flavor, but a different beer flavor from that. Well, this is a 5% alcohol. Coors Light is only 4%, so that might be part Maybe. of it. You're going to get a little bit more flavor because there's a bit of higher of an alcohol content, so they had to use more grains and stuff in their mash. But, yeah, that to me, it's very troubling to me that Alexander Keats puts India Pale Ale on that can. Well, what and do you have to do to be an India Pale Ale? That's an excellent question, but the style itself, the which is an IPA. That's what IPA stands for. That style is notorious for high bitterness content, yeah. high hop usage. I guess the other thing, though, is like who is really um, regulating this? No one. Well, no one is. I mean, no one is. But I think it's just a consumer issue more than anything. I mean, most people in Canada know what Alexander Keith's India Pale is. But imagine you were from another country and you showed up here. But isn't it interesting that you don't call... Like, have you... You've never referred to... You would never say... Oh, that Alexander Keys is an IPA. No. Like you always would say India Pale Ale. Well, and this is your dad's beer and the, the same thing. We would always just, when I was a kid, it was like, it was just Keith's. Well, yeah, obviously no Keith's. one's being like, oh, uh, I'll take an Alexander Keith's, please. I'll take an just Alexander like, Keith's oh, India AK. Pale Ale. Maybe they just call it AK. I mean, AK would be pretty good. <laughs> I kind of badass, actually. Hmm. That might be good marketing, Brett. They should just change the whole name of it Send to AK. AK. But I mean, you can't because it's out in Halifax, you know, it's like a prominent beer out there. To out, out in Halifax, that is their Molson Canadian. That is their yeah. Coors. Um, that is their Budweiser. It's like that in the eastern provinces in Canada. Alexander Keith's India Pale Ale is quite prominent. But I just wanted to reference that they have India, oh, coaster drop, they have India Pale Ale on the label, but there's really no hops to be noted. And to further that point, in 2016, Alexander Keats India Pale Ale won a Canadian Brewing Award. What category did they win it for? North American Style Blonde or Golden Ale. Hmm. So they didn't win in the India Pale Ale. They actually won in a different category in spite of the fact that it says India Pale Ale on its can, which I just find is an interesting thing. Hmm. It would be like a, it would be like a, a beer with that isn't India Pale Ale. It's very hopped. They're calling, them, calling themselves calling themselves a logger, but they just hopped the, the hell out of it. And it's like, oh, that's just one IPA. Well, maybe they were just maybe when this was first invented in 1820. 1820, yeah. Maybe that was it IPA. It was. Then, it was. So time. old recipes did show that there was a lot of hops use, but oh. it's just over time they've kind of weeded out a lot of that. Now it's still maybe an, because people weren't into it. It's still an ale. Well, they're not. As a large palate, people don't really. The majority of beers taste similar to this throughout the entire world. The use of hops is not as prolific as people who drink craft mm-hmm. beer would have you believe. It's just an interesting thing that they say it's an IPA. It wins an award for brewing that's not in the IPA style, but they keep kind of using that. I mean, it's a differentiation marker, but in today's market of beer. Most people who know something about beer would, would taste yeah, it and be like that's not an But IPA. most people who know something about beer are not buying Keith's. Which to me is also like, why even have it on there anymore? Anyway. Well, because it's like what people know. I believe I believe you're the point. Um, now, Alexander Keith, kind of an interesting guy. Moved I know to, nothing about him. Scottish guy. Except he's represented by a moose. Uh, or an elk or something. I wouldn't say it's a moose. But anyway, it doesn't matter. Moved to Canada in 1817 from Scotland. Fathered 11 children. Yeah, but in what year? Well, this was 1817, as I said. Yeah, but I feel like that was just like, oh, you only have 11? Yeah. Still, though, quite a lot. Quite a lot of kids. Coaster drop. 
Um, when he when Alexander Keith died, he died in 1873. So he lived quite a long life for that wait. time period. Oh wait, when was he born? Well, I don't know when he was born, but he oh. moved to Canada in 1817. So he had to be some form of like a teenager or a yeah, young man. Yeah, okay. So like 60 20s. at least. Yeah, he was. He died. I mean, he was probably closer to 70. I would hmm. imagine. That is pretty old. His estimated estate's worth when he died, 1873, $251,000. That would be a lot. Back then, yes. Holy. But imagine that, like, in today's dollars. Oh, he didn't start this. He must yes, have. Yes, he did. He started it. I said that already. I must have missed all of that. Yeah, I said he started in 1820, <laughs> and then you looked at the can, and you were like, started in 1820? Not even listening. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Now, old pictures of Alex. I thought these facts were just for the people. Well, they are for the people, but I mean, I assume you're listening, too, so the people don't have to hear the same information twice in a row. But anyway... The Alexander Keith, or AK as we should call him now, cool nickname. Yeah. AK. Yo, AK. Yo, AK. Yeah. Speaking of Yo, AK, a lot of pictures sporting a huge beard, which I thought very interesting and ironic. Why? What do you mean? Why was he sporting the beard? Or why why was that interesting? Because guys who own and people who own work in craft beer now sporting huge oh. beards. And he had the huge beards with the big mutton chop. Oh my gosh! On. He created the whole hipster. Industry. He was a hipster before he was hi- before it was hipster. He like a lot of people don't realize they're just kind of trying to emulate Alexander Keith. Maybe they he was called AK. I doubt it. <laughs> they probably referred to him as Mister Keith or your yes, lordship obviously. or something. I mean, what I'm leaving out of that is these portraits that I saw of him. He's wearing all these like. Fancy robes and medallion oh. type things. He was like a member of some sort of uh, government of some type. Just want to get in quickly. This tall can, this five, uh, 473 milliliter can of Alexander Keith's, $2.85. Oh man, that's a, so cheap. It's pretty cheap, but it, you know, again, this could be a lot cheaper for how I guess bad that's it tastes true. and how much it doesn't And how big of to. a brewery they are. Yeah, it's a huge brewery. I mean, they could be making this for a lot less than that. But again, it's kind of the naming branding and stuff. They're, they're quite a, a well large. Well-established brand. They are well-established. In Canada, they're very well-known, especially in eastern and central Canada. Maybe not as much in the West Coast, but... Did your dad drink this? No, my dad didn't drink this. I don't think this. mine did either. Now, dads know. out in Nova Scotia were probably drinking this yeah. en masse, but, you know, it just wasn't really well known. This was, again, another one of those beers that people in, like, high school and slightly after high school, university, they would be drinking. Because I, get, I think it is like, oh, that person's drinking Alexander Keith's? Huh, that's interesting. That's different. different. It's kind of a different thing, even though it doesn't taste any different than any other beer. No. In fact, there might have been even a time when this Alexander Keats was 5.5%, and then it's gone down to 5%, but I can't really fully remember that. I wasn't a big drinker of it myself, um, but that would have been kind of a higher percentage, which is more traditional with the IPAs, yeah. right? That's kind of what I'm saying. I didn't know if it was any hoppier back then, but it is a little bit more fuller body than even that uh, old Milwaukee we had for the yeah, previous year. Yeah, it's a there. little too heavy, I think, though. Mm, too heavy. Yeah, I don't know, like this, when I think of like, kind of these like stock beers, mm-hmm. I want something a little lighter and a bit more refreshing. Right. So this is a little too heavy, I think. Like if I went, like this is not a beer I would get at a dive bar. Really? You wouldn't no, get this at a no, dive bar? So no what way. would you get at a dive bar? Like I would have a Coors Light over this. Coors Light? Yeah, at a dive bar. Or an old Milwaukee or a Paps over this. Hmm. Interesting. 
I can't I say I've been put in that situation recently to test whether or not I would get yes, Alexander Keys. me neither. Yeah. But the other problem with this is I find IPAs, when they get cold, they just taste worse. Yeah. Well, this one anyways. Or when they get warm. The warmer it gets, the harder it is to drink. Hmm. And I find the heavier it starts to taste. Yeah. Whereas, well, I mean, that would be a problem if you were actually dealing with a real IPA, but... I mean, we're, we're dealing with something that won the blonde or golden ale Okay, style. but even still, the warmer it's getting, like, the harder it is for me to drink it. Whereas I find, like, I find when you go to those dive bars, that's also sort of why I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll just take a Coors Light. Because if you don't drink it fast and it gets a bit warm, it's a little more Watery. palpable to I mean, just drink. palpable, what you said. Okay, I think it's time we try out the reviews. Okay, Drew, you go first. I'm going to go first. Drill, will, or swill. It's a swill. I have to give it a swill. I mean, I almost want to give it a swill minus because I'm 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 kind of personally offended that they call this an IPA. Mm. But that's kind of the brewer inside of me that's that's going that way with it. So I'm just gonna give it a straight swill because I don't think that it tastes very good. I think that their branding is kind of tricking people a little bit. I think that they need to drop the India pale ale. At least the India. You can call it a pale ale. Well, it is probably like a pale ale. As far as like a mass-produced kind of <clears throat> larger brand pale ale, sure. But I think they kind of need to get rid of that India. Also, like it to me, it just doesn't taste very good. Yeah. Like it's not super refreshing. You know, like you were That's saying. That's the thing. It's not refreshing. and Yeah, it's not crisp me, because it's an ale. And I think yeah, that sort of there's part of it. For me, like a dad's beer should be like refreshing. And this isn't. That's what I mean. That's why I wouldn't get it at like a dive bar. But I think that this is like a dad's beer. This is like a bit more of a hard dad's beer. You know, it's like, oh, like I was saying people in high school. It's like if you had Alexander Keats, it's like, oh, that guy, like that person's drinking Keats. Whoa. That's kind of like higher class or like they're like a little more tough than me with my Coors Light or whatever. I guess. That's fine. But I mean, that's not maybe. Teenagers. That's not maybe true. But, you know, there there is something in Canada about people from out east. It's like, you know, tough kind of. Um, coastal people who like you know work longshore and stuff like that on the yeah. ships out in the water so it's sort of like there is this kind of mentality of like tough rough and tumble sort of a character to the out east provinces and I think that this is a pretty good representation of that but it's still it's not a that doesn't make it a good beer now yeah. Britt I'm going to put it to you Alexander Keith's India Pale Ale Thrill Will or Swill Okay, well, this is hard because if I gave left field a will minus, I feel like I can't give this the same. Imagine if you gave it like a will. <laughs> so, I don't know. I hate giving things a swill because I just feel like such a jerk. Mm-hmm. But I but think... you know what? That, again... It's my personal taste. A it's swill not like, is a bronze medal. So, yeah. don't, don't think of it I as I think like I would negative. probably have to give it a swill just because this is... I'm not really... Alexander Keith is rolling over in his grave and his beard's getting all tangled in the coffin. I think, but, okay, but I think part of that is because I'm more of a lager drinker, so ales are already, like, not in my profile. Yeah. And this just doesn't have that refreshing taste I want when I have, like, a dad's beer. I th- That's the only reason. Is it, like, the worst beer in the world? No. Is it drinkable? Sure. Yeah. But for me, it's just a little too heavy. Like, a Coors Light, I could probably have two. Yeah. This, I'm, like, done. Yeah. Like, I can't, couldn't have another one. It just... You wouldn't, like, cut your grass drinking one of these. No. No. It's a different... And it's I think it's... Too, it's a little heavy, like you said. Yeah, I think it does serve it. You know, if, you're, if you've are if you grown up always drinking, like, Coors Light or Molson, 
and you're like looking to try something maybe a little bit different, like this isn't the worst, like, oh, okay, maybe I'll try one of these to maybe start expanding my taste buds. Mm -hmm. But it's just not. So we got a double swill. Yeah, I know. I want to give you a high five, but at the same time, let's just get, let's just do it. Let's just get it out of the way. Anyway, it's not the worst. Double I don't think swills. It's, the worst. it's not the worst. It's just not my flavor. It's just not what I want when I have like when I think of dad's beer. That's just not. Yeah. I think of something a little bit more crisp, and I just not, I'm not a huge ale drinker anyway. Well, it's not surprising. It's not something you want because, as you said, it's your dad's beer. So, which fits in perfectly with the segment that it's a part of. Now we've done the reviews. It's time again. You know what time it is, Britt? Beer by Real Big Fish. Take it away, Drew. And if I catch up, well, I'll pass out on the floor now, baby. She won't bother you no more. And if we're drinking, then we know we'll be good friends. And I'll say, I think I'll have myself a beer. Whoa, that's sweet. That is sweet as.